He's like, is he like doing the tour now? Bam, we're live. I'm watch. I was just uh, looking at this podcast with Don Fall and the kettlebells and cocktails. How long have they been doing this podcast? I go back and see. Sort by date added. Oldest three years. Oh shit! Their first podcast is with Greg in the office. I wonder if I was there, standing there when that happened. Wow. This seems like he's making his rounds. It does seem like he is. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hunter's been on their podcast. Oh, I might watch that. That sounds like a trick. I want to ask him about that experience. He'd probably give you a pretty honest uh, debrief of it. Uh, they've had everyone on. I'm Marquan, Marquan Jones, Rory... Adrian Conway, Eric Rosa. Have you ever watched this podcast? Uh, I think I've probably watched a couple minutes of it and then just turned it off. Somebody I, th- I thought might be interesting. And then oh, maybe they've had Rosa on a couple times. Just gets ruined. Oh, it's, it's fucking crazy. When I watch this podcast, it is a test for me in um, breathing and being comfortable in my skin. I cannot fucking believe it's like a slow train wreck. It's fucking crazy. I wonder if they yeah. prepare. And, oh, they Honestly, ain't... it just seems like ad Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Just like some of them get like stuck in one spot and then they just. They don't know uh, look, look, someone even wrote here, how painful is it? Yeah, it, it, it's I whenever I'm because I've watched some of them to um, if I'm having a guest and they've been on other podcasts, that's when I start going through other podcasts. And holy shit, I, I honestly I, I know I said this before. I think it's I think it's bad for their brand, the, the, the meme guys brand and that Nikki Brazers brand and anyone's brand who goes on there. I don't think anyone I've never I've never watched something and been like. Oh, those people! I want to meet those people. Or why? I've, I've never. God, it's fucking tough. I'm. I'm never like. I'm, it doesn't go the other way either. Like it would even be good for their brand if I was like, man, I fucking can't stand those people. It's not like that. It's like watching people sleep. I just. I just. I don't want to. I don't want to be mean, but you guys should pivot to something else. Like not do po- the podcast game is not for you. Scripted television might be better. And. <laughs> And I'm going to watch this Don Fall one, I'm sure. I think because he's coming on the show Monday. So I'll watch. I'll steal all, any ideas, anything that's worth stealing from. But wow, that that the, those are tough. She, she's the late, that Nikki Brazier lady, that's the lady who is on the ground at the games. Like, like after the event, she runs over and talks to the cats, right? Yeah, I think she's really good at that. Yeah, I, I don't ever, I can't yeah. think of anything she, she's... I can't think of anything, any critique I've ever had her, of her in that um, in that position. But this podcast, it's not even a podcast. It's just like long-form conversation is not super. Um, Don Fall seems like a bit of a tool. Wow, that's, that's tough, Jeff. A bit awkward, like the guys that claim to be a man of the people but then don't know how to talk to the supermarket. You, you watched it already? I think he was on another show that he probably. He, um, 
he's going to be he wait till he's on my show he you're gonna love him after he's on this show you love everyone after they've been on this show i turn coal into diamonds but and if he's a diamond already i'll turn him into two diamonds with my magic wand uh i still wow jeff you are busy this morning that coffee must be strong did i sent the link to uh justin nunley and darian right you're on the thread uh, i think you did <laughs> Yeah, you sent it. I won't. Do these fucking knuckleheads realize this show is live? Well, you only uh, reminded them four times. Hey, did you know you saw Candace Owens came out with a new documentary? On yeah, BLM? I did. Wow. I, fucking nuts. So basically, basically, I mean, I've been saying this for two years, but basically, you can go through anyone's Instagram account now. And go to June 2nd, 2020. And if you see that black square, that person is complicit in getting black men killed. I mean, the data's out. It's two years. All BLM did was get more black men killed and destroy cities um, where that are uh, in, in the predominantly black neighborhoods. That, and none of them have been repaired. You are part of that. All those people, all those CrossFit people. I want to start naming names that I'm not sure if like who's erased their black squares, but all those cross people go back to that Noah Olson thread that I posted. And I asked, told Noah, don't, don't put, don't do equity. Oh, those kettlebells and cocktail peoples. That guy's the guy who started that shit. All those people got black men killed. All of those fucking people, that black square and the support of BLM increased was a major contributor to increasing black on black homicide by 34%. All of those people, those people hate the two things. I'll give them an out. They're either blatantly retarded and should never and get off social media and never post again, or they fucking hate black people. And I told you that the whole time. So did Greg. That's what Floyd 19 was about. That's exactly what Floyd 19 was about. You know, I asked someone the other day to make me a Floyd 19 shirt and they said, no, it's too, it's too risky. Floyd 19, you know, supports people of, with melanated skin, right? That was the whole thing that great, why Greg Glassman did that. Don't let the people who made the COVID guidelines make the guidelines for how we deal with racism in the United States. They did. They let those same people do it. Yeah. Like Julie Foucher. Yeah. She probably posted a black square. I don't know that for sure though. For those of you who aren't following the connection, um, basically what happened is the BLM movement pushed a, a deep hatred for police officers, and the police officers stopped engaging all black communities, and uh, and and so there was no pol police there, and black on black crime and and all that shit skyrocketed in those neighborhoods tremendously till it's completely fucking out of control. That's why all over California you see like CVS is closing because no one wants to engage the thieves who go in there and rob and shit. They overcorrected. No, I don't. Here's why I don't say black people, because it has nothing to do with the color of someone's skin, with the reason why they behave. It's black culture. It's American black culture. It has nothing to do with skin. I know tons of white skinned people who've embraced American black culture. I used to embrace it. But it has nothing to do with the color of their skin. That's the part where that's the part that's being conflated. That's the part that the left doesn't get. That's how fucking stupid they are. And I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just the truth. I don't because I don't use that word. Why not just say Negroes? Because I don't use that word. The goal isn't to offend anyone. 
It's to let people free from the confines of judgments of words. I don't want people to – like I understand that if you see all Chinese people, you think a certain way, that they're probably good at math. Like I get it. I'm not, I see. I know if you see a snake with a big mandible, you think it has fangs and venoms. These are all like wise things to use to discriminate to navigate the earth. But the, the – there might be a correlate between people with black skin – and certain behaviors or people with um, slanted eyes and certain behaviors or outcomes, but it's not the cause even in the slightest zero. And that's why I don't say black people. That's why I avoid that. Cause I'm just, I'm, I'm cause it, 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 it's, it's how, it's how the libtards were duped because they actually think that the skin color actually has something to do with something. And it does not. I've seen the devil. It's a white, it's white and it's a liberal. I and that's what's crazy, right? Well, yeah. And well, and unfortunately now it's 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 like a shit ton of um melanated people too. They were duped too into into hurting their own people. But but, but two days after uh, Candace Owens releases this movie that shows and you know, I really don't what's funny is is that the movies really the the previews are really focused on um the misuse of money by BLM. And that really I don't care about that at all, which is I don't know. Like, I don't care. It's her money. It's her movement. I don't care if she bought a mansion. Good for the lady. If you want to get whores and, and like, that's keeping the economy going. Good for it. You want whatever. But what's crazy is then Candace Owens was, um, was the, the line is what I don't like. And, and, and that their, that their ideology and methodology led to the, the death of people that they claimed that they were saving. That's the only part I care about. And then Candace Owen, the IR two days after the movie came out, which shows that BLM lied about their expenditures, I guess uh, she's saying that the IRS is now investigating her, which is just nuts. Investigating Candace Owens? Well, Justin Nunley wears CEO shirt today. He wore a T-shirt in one of his recent videos, so I will call his ass out. He wore a T-O. Good. Thank you. Uh, if, If he even makes it to the show. Isn't he in Vegas or something? And then I thought, you know, you're from Idaho when I don't get it, but I, I'm ready to go to Idaho. I'm ready. <laughs> Jeff, I actually saw BLM on someone's truck yesterday and first thought was, wow, they really like the Bureau. They really like the Bureau of Land Management. Then I realized that was not what they were representing. Oh, yeah. Hey, th- there is actually a pretty funny story. Um, this this friend of mine rents out a camper. He I guess there's a, a place where you can rent out your campers. And he um and he was renting it. This lady called and she was renting it. And he could tell by her voice that it was a black woman. And she said that she was going to be staying. She said something about B- BLM a bunch of times. And he's like, Oh, fucking great. She's gonna rent this shit and go to some BLM rally. And then the lady shows up and it, it's a it's a lady with black skin. And then she says, Okay. And then he goes, Where are you going again? He says, Oh, we're camping on the um BLM. And and she was talking about on the Bureau of Land Management on one of their facilities. And it had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love the mix up. <laughs> I fucking love the mix. So now you know. And 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 I don't want anyone to say, well, we didn't know. You did know. You did know. We did know. Those of us who have cognitive ability, like, so those of you who claim you don't know, you're those of you who, if I told you I was running right now, you would believe me because you wouldn't believe your own eyes. No, you're not, Savon. You're sitting. You, you have, you're just knowledge. 
You just hear shit and just suck it down. You don't trust your own eyes. No, actually, Savon, you're not running. You believe what they told you. You you believe that BLM, as they did $760 million in damage in Ferguson with their fucking riots, you believed because CNN told you that those were valid protests, watching those people burn down their own town. Because why? Because you're a man of great knowledge and zero cognitive ability. Zero. You're a calculator with numbers, but none of the other buttons work. You can't do the plus, minus, division, multiply, or equal. You're just fucking, you're like that little kid that just bangs on it and puts numbers into it. Great UFC show. Holy shit. Good start. It's, if it wasn't, if it wasn't so sad, it would be funny. I repeat, I leave you this one last time. All the people go back to everyone you know's June second uh, posts, and and you'll see who the racists are. It's it, it's that fucking simple. Oh, did you see the lady on the board of supervisors in L.A. County? Oh, I can't wait to the live call-in show. I think she's a Mexican. No, no, I think she's like she looks like a model. She looks like like Mexican and white. And anyway, she huge BLM, huge anti-racist, and they just caught all these recordings where she's calling black people monkeys. <laughs> ironically those are the same people who wanted to change the name of monkeypox because they thought it was offensive to black people and what did i say that those are the racist people they outed themselves they fucking outed themselves if you want to change the name of monkeypox because you think it's offensive to black people all you're screaming is i'm fucking racist and i think black people look like monkeys that's what you're saying I don't understand how everyone doesn't see that. It's not it's not sophisticated psychology. It's not sophisticated. Right? No, it is not. She got caught, the white liberal disease. Yeah, it's so trippy. Well, I don't I'm a Democrat, but I don't agree with those Democrats. I I I don't the, those ones and the groomer ones, I don't agree with those ones and um and the ones that let homeless shit in front of the Starbucks, I don't agree with those Democrats. <laughs> Which ones do you agree with? I'm, I'm wait, I send me a letter. Uh, she's terrible. She's arrogant as hell in person too. Wasn't surprised at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you, I forgot oh, you work in that hood. I forgot. Man, she got schooled. Man, she got. Yeah, she is hot. She's hot as fuck. I will say that. Yeah. And she's probably batshit crazy and fucks like a like a maniac, but but she's a racist. Uh, I saw an article saying poor people running in the Ironman in California are scared to run because of the homeless in the park near the. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. It's bad. It's bad. Plus, there's a ton of pussies here. Okay, let's talk UFC. Did you guys see? Did I send you my notes? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, let me see. So. Why I think that I'm pivoting the show a little bit to um uh um kind of a UFC and review week and review as opposed to just uh the fights coming up this weekend. Oh, did you see that Mark Zuckerberg um, and Dana White are, are, are going to strike a deal? I guess the UFC is going to go into the meta world. 
there's going to be some sort oh, of yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. The, I might I actually saw, buy those fucking glasses to watch that. I, to be honest, those are really dope. I have my my parents have some of those, and so we just whenever I'm your home, parents like, have some of those. Yeah, those like VR goggles. Yeah, isn't that a little advanced for parents? Well, the story behind it is my mom got locked out of her Facebook account, and the only way to get that's a hold another of her, great that's another great uh, line in a uh, for the start of a comedy. By the way, a Will Ferrell movie. My mom got locked out of her Instagram out. account or her Facebook account. Okay, go on. So she, Sorry. So she got locked out of it, and the only way to get and every time she would like submit a service ticket, it was just going to like a bot. Yes. And the only way to talk to like a real person is to use those Oculus goggles. Because they just put the best service people with the new brand. Genius, genius. Right. So my parents genius. bought them, and my mom got her Facebook account back, and now we have it, and we do we have like all the games. Do you think if I bought those Oculus glasses, I could get my Instagram account back? Honestly, that's actually not a bad idea. It might work. Um, I pulled down that uh, Lisa Maria Del Rio video. Um, the identity doctor was confused about how her identity was being represented. It's so trippy how this thing is playing out a, a bunch of, thank you to all a bunch of lawyers contacted me yesterday who listened to the show and they said, put the show back up and, uh, and we'll defend you and all the shit. The thing is, is I don't want to hurt her feelings. I'm not, I don't hate her. I, I mean, I like her. I wonder if it actually bothers her though. I just, you mean that she had that she had to ask me to pull it down? It's just annoying because I did the work. I did all the research. I had her on. She's taking my work away from me. I just wish she would have called me and been like, hey, there's some stuff on there that I'm uncomfortable with. I mean, it is so funny that it's the identity doctor that's uncomfortable with her identity. How She presented so well. It had like 17 positive comments. Everyone yeah, who comes like, on the show comes off looking great, except for James and the following show. The what? following show had like the following show after the next day. Yeah, had like four or five negative comments about her. Right, because she we had to take it because she has to take it down. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It does, it does, yeah, and my IG account's full of um um. I don't know if she had fake boobs. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't ask her. She has a, a, an insane body. Um, but uh, um, a lot of people ask me, "Hey, where is it?" I only got halfway through it. You could always go to the Wayback Machine. Everything's on the Wayback Machine. If you guys don't know about the Wayback Machine, everything's anything you put on the internet's on there forever. You just have to go to the Wayback Machine and, and get it. It's literally called the Wayback Machine, by the way. I yes. didn't believe you, so I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm sure it got I'm sure it got pulled onto other platforms that like I have no ability to put it up or down. But she looked great. But then it, it, it wasn't like, hey, Sevon, this one part where I said this, I'm uncomfortable with it. Can you take it down? Or it was it was so um, it became so insincere and so fake the the, the communication. I kind of know what I kind of know what it's like. Um, it, 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 it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. My you you hurt her feelings when you said um, she would be a good wife and a mom. Oh, you think I did? I thought I did, but she said that was a compliment. I don't know. I like when she her reaction. Even, I thought maybe I heard her, but then I go, "Did I just hurt your feelings?" And she goes, "No, that's the nicest thing anyone said to me." I wanted, but but I was just, I was just trying to lure into being real, like every show. 
Like, come to the deep end with me. Let's swim around. Her 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 brand is amazing. I was actually thinking about starting my own brand now, just because she kind of fucking irritated me by wanting that pulled down. I'll be the Another identity one. the identity nurse. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's good. I'm actually thinking I'll start an Instagram account, the identity nurse. <laughs> Watch her That'd facial expressions good. during the show. Something was off with her. Lots of fake crying. My spidey senses. Oh, you think that's fake crying? I don't. I think she's emotionally. Um... Some. Go ahead. Somebody said that she gave off like Amber Heard vibes. Oh, okay, Jeff. Now you are fuck. This dude is smart. No, I fucking can't stand him. She was very careful, crafted image, and you got her to move outside of that, and she doesn't want that. That's exactly. So she did a copy and paste from a lawyer or a PR firm, and that was basically the summation of it in a roundabout way, saying that – and that was the irony that she's the identity doctor. Do you remember when we had the liver king on and he cried? Yeah, dude. That was just, crazy. Yeah, he just accepted that. He's like, holy fuck. I can't believe I'm on here crying. Dude, I wanted to cry with him. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. When I, there was one time when, when I told her you'd be a great mom and a great um, wife and she started crying. I start, I almost cr started crying. I felt my, you know, that feeling when your tear ducts turn on, it's like tear ducts on. You're like, uh Oh, <laughs> I had it with Roger, yeah. Roger Sparks too. Oh he was yeah. About his kid, like giving yeah. CPR to his kid. That was like fucking intense. That was stressful <laughs> in my head. Yeah. I think she, I think she messed up. I think she, I think she messed up. I don't know what's going to happen. I need to just calm down about it. My mom told me to quit being a douchebag and just fucking ignore it, pull it down and move on. The thing is that people don't understand is that this is the kind of news show where people like her asking to have that pulled down as part of the show. The show is its own part of this show is it has a reflective narrative. It's always like looking at itself. My mom called me ugly. This guest doesn't like this. Um, Tommy G is going to help me buy a house in Milwaukee. Like there's, it, it, we're all, we're crossing the boundaries. It's not, this isn't um, a normal news show. I know Rosemary knows best. I know. And she was an attorney, a high powered attorney too. And she, she knows, she knows, but, but wad zombie, one of the greatest donors of the show next to Sarah Cox. Um, uh, but um, my mom, it's like asking a cop um, if there's any safe places in town. And he thinks everywhere's dangerous because he's only called to crimes. And so, you know what I mean? So, so my mom, so my mom is like, is that too? I mean, she's only seen the worst of the courts. I agree. Move on. It's her loss. So like, don't, so like, don't be a dick and put it back up just because I'm a, like, cause I'm like, I'm butt hurt. <laughs> it was a great podcast. It makes her look great. Who? Well, I will say this too. My mom also said this, whoever's giving her advice is giving her back. I think my mom said it, or one of the attorneys I spoke to said it. They said, Hey, I watched the show. Whoever's giving her advice, is giving her horrible advice, makes her look like grounded. Yeah. He does other shows that try to expose him and he fucking sticks to his guns about everything he believes. Who's Who's that? Who? Oh, liver King, liver King. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice call. Good job, Caleb. Every single one, dude. I hate to go on that rant again, but... I, Tell me. It's what? so disappointing. It's so fucking disappointing watching all these other, like, Barstool-type shows just oh like, yeah try to make a mockery of them, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what they are? Those people are jealous. I think they're jealous of how well he's doing. 
Dude, it's insane. I yeah. mean, he's he has such a massive following. And he's, like he's making a killing. Just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating because he, he's never going to go outside of what he believes, and people just find it like obnoxious. It's like Dinner for Schmucks. It sort of feels like. Like is that a show, Dinner for Schmucks? Well, there's like a movie where uh-huh. like all these businessmen like come together and they like bring a friend that they found who has like some weird hobby. So like one guy makes he does like taxidermy fucking mice. And is it like, a documentary? Like, no, it's just a fucking it's a oh. fictional movie. And they make fun of the guys that they bring. Yeah, yeah, and then like whoever has the wackiest dude gets the prize or like gets the bonus or some fucking boys club bullshit. And like every time he goes on a show, it's like that somebody invited him on to their dinner for schmucks. I like it. I want to see it. It's a good. It's a good movie. Um, Jeff's on a roll today. I want to get on the liver. What get on the liver king? He's on. I want to get on the liver king. Well, first you got to get off the bottle, Bruce. <laughs> he's doing sober October. He's probably not even drunk. Only thing I get frustrated with is he shows all the food he's going to eat, but doesn't actually video himself eating it. I only watch him eat ground beef and eggs. What do you mean, dude? He, he recently does. he recently did a contest what? where he, where he ate a pound of liver against Paulo Costa. Speaking of UFC shows, did you see crushed that? Him. Fucking yeah, crushed. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Not that I don't think the dude had a chance, but Paulo Costa. Yeah, yeah, and Liver King started slow. Okay, let's yeah, um. Go ahead. What? Okay, UFC now. Okay, UFC. Yeah, Let, but but this isn't really UFC. Let's start with um the guy from the Hangover Gang. It's a link that's at the very top, and it um. How, this this guy doesn't seem old enough to be saying what he's saying, but but it doesn't matter. What he's saying is so fucking cool. It, it, it doesn't say anything. It's a link. It's it's above Yuri and Glover fighting. Okay, check this out for those of you who haven't seen it. this. Is kind of long, but this is good. Check it out had a job at 16 and moved out at 17. Your generation is still trying to define what a woman is and living in your parents' basement until you're 35. My generation grew up on uncensored everything. Your generation censors everything. My generation shot guns, rode dirt bikes, and went camping for fun. Your generation stares at your phone all day and dances on the internet in your sister's underwear. My generation knew how to make decisions, important ones. Your generation can't even decide which bathroom to use. My generation wants the truth and the facts, no matter how uncomfortable they are. Your generation is so offended that the truth and the facts don't support whatever outlandish bull is floating around in your imagination that you've started labeling everything that you don't agree with as misinformation. My generation has two genders. Your generation has 89,347 and counting. My generation, whether or not they're an asshole. Your generation judges people on race, weight, religion, sex, gender, financial standing, something that they tweeted 20 years ago in grade eight when they were drunk for the first time. Your generation cancels everything you don't agree with. My generation- Can you pause for a second? About the things we don't agree with. Beat it. That's another thing. How does the left not understand that they're the one judging everyone by age, race, gender, sexuality? Like they're the, it's, it's like the Nazis have won. And yet they don't know that. Tommy G went to a LGBTQ pride parade and the guys are saying that the Republican parties are the fascist. I'm like, what the, are are these people confused? There might be tons of closed minded Republicans that fucking hate fucking gay people. Maybe I have no idea. I haven't met any, but let's say there are, that still doesn't make them fascist. 
That's not, that's not, and that makes them retarded. Yeah. They don't even know the definitions of the words they're using half the time. Yeah, exactly. I started like reading some news articles lately and like there was some other stuff, like whatever random shit. And I was like, what is the difference between these words or what is the word they're using? And the definitions are completely off base with what they're saying. Completely. This guy even uses the word gender wrong. Yeah. Oh, look, you can see my you can see my comment. Small clarification there. Two sexes, sexes, genders made up. And by the way, you think there's some of you who don't realize how important that is. It's all taking place at the level of words. Okay. Uh. Anyway, that that guy's pretty cool. You guys, it's so many of you are like, get that guy in the show. I've been trying. I've been trying for a year now. I've been trying. You guys text him. Why don't all of you jump into his DMs or comment? Why don't you go go over to that guy's account and just be like, "Yo, you should go on Sevon's podcast." He wants to take a load off you. I saw um, you had a discussion is, in the comments a couple episodes ago about that. Nah, stupid. In in what comments? In the comments on his page? No, on the YouTube. It was on the YouTube channel. Somebody said some shit about. Uh, I can't remember, but it was on our page or on his page ours oh uh, most of the youtube comments are pretty thoughtful every time a retard will land down there yeah i think that was one of them. <laughs> yeah it is a miserable way to live your life oh geez louise you must be getting old saying stuff like that um okay so uh december 10th i can't believe that they've already rescheduled this part of me doesn't want to see this fight again it's glover to versus uh that guy yuri with the po- who had the ponytail pravashka pravashka um and 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 this is the, it was a brutal fight and glover was winning uh i i want to say he was re- winning up until the last 30 seconds of the fifth round i mean winning and uh, crazy. Isn't that dude like 40 something years old. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And I think he lost that fight probably in the last 15 to 30 seconds. Those guys ward. I can't believe he made it that long. That's fucking crazy. Prochazka. Prochazka. Yuri Prochazka versus Glover to share. Is it Cha or is it like Ha? Prohazka. Fine. I'll go with Prohazka. I don't even fucking know. Uh, Glover was uh Glover. I, I, I think you can say he was a CrossFitter. He used to train over there at the pit, which is, I think still an affiliated gym in San Luis Obispo where Chuck Liddell trained. I think Chuck argued uh, when he met Glover, he's like, wow, this guy's the most promise of any fighter he'd ever met. Flash forward fucking 15 years or whatever. And Glover's still fucking fighting. I filmed the uh, uh, Allison NYC I think I think I filmed Allison NYC, who's now a friend of mine who just moved into town, who I'm going to hang out with today. Her and Brendan Gilliam. Gilliam. Um, I think I saw. I think I filmed Allison NYC doing Grace against Glover. Will you go to Allison? Will you go to Allison's account really quick? Yeah, and and they. I think they did Grace, and they did it with a, a bar that doesn't spin. And they did it oh, with man. metal weights, those little metal weights. So when you touch the ground, you had to go down an extra, you know, three or four inches. Which I want, I want uh, to say I filmed that. Is it just Allison NYC? Yeah. It should just populate automatically since you go there all the time. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. 
I think it's Allison NYC. This one? Yeah, yes. Go to the one right there where she's doing push-ups on the beach. Ah, yes. Yes, this one. Push-ups have never been my strength. How many can you do? I mean, she's clearly cheating. Her and her husband and her two kids just moved into town. I've been hanging out with them like a shitload. Today I'm meeting them at 9.30 a.m. and two hours at the skate park. I'll post. I'll, I'll post. max out PT tests. I have to do that. Um, Allison NYC. And so I think I filmed back in like 2008. Um, her boobs are real, by the way. I don't hear any discussion on that. They are. And she's breast. I mean, she has a kid. She has two kids. Those things are. Oh, <laughs> Melissa says the bounce, no rep. That's harsh. That's harsh. Uh, Chase Bryan, I'm definitely following her now. Yeah, she's uh, lumbar must hurt. Um, Hanging out with her or her large personality. Disgusting. Yeah. You guys you guys are an embarrassment. Is that all you see? How dare you? Judging people by their anatomical makeup. Her body's crazy. It's How dare they? Absolutely nuts. And she's a great CrossFitter. Her husband's a fucking one. I've heard Greg say he's, her husband's one of the best coaches he's ever met and maybe the best coach that ever came out of CrossFit Santa Cruz, which is crazy because I, I don't want to start naming all the people who've come out of there, but you 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 guys all know 10 of them. Oh, Sevi, we're just your best students. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what's bigger, the boobies or Sevon's nose? And what is more important? I would say the big nose. Definitely the nose. I'll try to I'll try to get a picture of my nose as close as I can to her boobs and post it to my story today, and I will let you guys decide. I will start a poll. We probably couldn't get your face all the way in there without big your noses. Uh, my mom, I'm gonna get in so much trouble for saying this. So, uh, me and Allison and my mom and all our kids were hanging out the other day, and we were going for a walk along the beach. And afterwards, when it was done, my mom's like, "Oh my god, my mom's like 79. I never heard her talk like this." I go, "What's up?" She's like, "I really like her." I go, yeah, she's full of shit, right? She goes, but I can't stop staring at her boobs. I go, mom. She goes, what? I'm like, stare away. Every, that's what everyone does that. Like, no one, no one can stop. She's like, I keep having to tell myself to look at her eyes. What? I never understand, like, when people get mad at that. It's like, didn't, what was the point of you getting them or having them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of staring is okay. I mean, it would be weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Of course. I, I I had this girlfriend who was so fucking hot, it was uncomfortable. And I understand it. It was this Greek chick. And one time I went out to dinner with her and, and some friends, some friends of my dad's. So it's this old guy and this old woman. And the entire fucking night, this guy that I had never met before that was 20 years older than me just stared at my girlfriend. <laughs> 20 years older than me. Maybe he was 30 years older than me and my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And when he, and he would only talk to her. It was a two hour fucking dinner. It was fucking weird. It was so fucking Pouring holes into her face. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking weird. Those of you, I've been in a couple circumstances like that. Okay. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I'm off topic. I'm off topic. Uh, So so can you click on, look at this. So there's a guy named Alex Pereira. This, if you guys like, Hey, I hate the UFC stuff. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would actually, I, that would be fucking hilarious if I did that. Okay. Mom enough. I caught you staring at her boobs like four times. (laughs) 
<laughs> I my mom's gonna call me after the show and be like, if she's watching, be like, I, I you went too far. Damn it, Rosemary. But my my wife and I think my mom have both said to me on a handful of occasions, do not let this go on the show. Like we'll be talking about something. It's a, it's always like something insignificant too. Like, oh I, I would always forget about. what they would say. They would <laughs> say, I'd be like, ah, oh. yeah. And then they'd yell at me probably for it later. For saying it. Yeah. Um uh, so so there's this guy fighting uh th- there's this guy that trains with Glover Glover Teixeira, and his name is Alex Pereira. He's the only guy ever to beat the current UFC light heavyweight champion Israel Adesanya. So the guy in the yellow there is a kickboxing god. I, I want to say I don't know what his record is, but it's like I think he's had like a hundred fights and, and he's won like 95 of them or something just like Israel and he's knocked out Israel Adesanya. I don't think just once, but maybe twice. And now he trains with Glover Teixeira, by the way, just to give you an idea of these guys, Glover Teixeira fights in the 205 pound class and the guy in the yellow shirt fights in the 185 pound class, even though oh, the guy shit. in the yellow might look bigger. Look at, look at that's their coach. He has to be like, knock it off boys. You see that they shit? Are- yeah, I think the buzzer went off too, and they were just like still yes. having at it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, they literally um, had to stop if I fucking killed each other. You could say this about a lot of people in the UFC, but for this guy, it is 100% true. I'm going to tell you two things about these guys. The guy in the yellow, there might be nobody in the UFC who kicks harder than him, and there's nobody in the UFC who wants to go on the ground with Glover Teixeira. Nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody. If he gets you on the ground, it is done. I forgot about this guy. He's fucking shredded. Um, this guy is going to fight uh, Israel Adesanya in a couple weeks. It's going to be nuts. So is he beat Israel? Israel's undefeated. Uh, Israel's undefeated in the weight class, one eighty five. He went up and lost to Jan. But uh, Israel may be the greatest fighter in the UFC in the history of the UFC. But when he was a kickboxer, he did he did get knocked out by this guy Alex, and that's the big hype around this fight. This guy Alex does not look like a normal human being. I don't know if you could tell. Uh, his head is weird. He is um. He's uh, uh yeah, it's massive. His jaw is massive, dude. When you see him next to other men, the sp- this this space from his ear to his chin is 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 bigger than Allison's boobs. It's Wouldn't absolutely you to get knocked nuts. out easier if he had a bigger chin. It is nuts. Yeah, he's a he's a special creature. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I maybe I don't know. I didn't think of it like that. I just think of it as like he, his chromosomes are all fucked up. Like he's got too many of whatever the one that makes you a dude. I think that makes you autistic. Yeah, Neanderthal genes. What'd you say? Yeah. Look. Oh no, that's is that him? Yeah, on the right, that's him. Wow, he looks so yeah, young there. Is that what Dominic Reyes? Uh, let's see. Yeah. No shit. So just so you guys know, once again, Dominic Reyes is a 205-er. Alex Pereira fights at 185. 
Holy shit. The guy on the God, right. He's so thick. Fights in weight class 20 pounds less. How? Dude, that's crazy. How? How the fuck did he lose that, that much weight? What happened to uh, Justin Nunley and Darian? Dude, dude, this kind of pisses me off a little bit too because I really wanted to do a live call-in show today. But but I'm like, nope, I'm committed to the... Maybe I'm going to throw the UFC shit away. Okay, don't think about it, Sebi. You're alive. Don't think about it. Um, The tiny, tiny guy, Hasbula. Uh, 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 I don't know if you guys know who he is. He, has, I think he has a couple million followers on... Um, uh, I'm worried about Izzy too. Uh, here we go. Uh, I don't think there's any guys with two Y chromosomes. There's XX men or XXX women, but I don't think it's possible to have two Ys. I don't know what any of that means, but thank you. Thank you, you for sound, the science lesson. Bailey. You sound smart, and I like that. And you have nice hair. But I know it doesn't always look like it, that you were having a good hair day. You're like, yeah, this is going to be the day I fucking, this is going to be my my profile pic. I live on YouTube forever. Yeah. Nice hair, girl. Uh, uh, Hasbula. So this is this is that that guy. He's kind of like a, a viral sensation. I, I and I think he he's in uh, Khabib's camp or something. Um, he's he looks like a little kid, but I think he's a grown ass man. This dude. I, th- yeah, I think this I is think a full grown like, man. I think so too. I can't tell if any of the shit I find on him is real. I can't tell if he's actually like thirty something years old or whatever. Oh, type in I, his, I I don't even know if this is really his Instagram account. I don't know why it doesn't have a blue check mark, but um, he kind of his That's shit went viral when he was like almost got in a fight one time. Oh yeah. Oh, let, let's look at that that video of him and Dana White. Let's see. <laughs> is that Dana? I think it's Dana. Oh no, it's not Dana. Isn't it? So supposedly this guy signed with the UFC and he's going to fight. No, that's not serious? that's not Dana. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was released yesterday. It says the news will be fight? announced in a couple weeks. What the fuck? He doesn't look very good. <laughs> Obby would fuck him up, dude. <laughs> dude, he should fight Obby. <laughs> My kid would fuck him up. He did some videos with Shaq. It was scary. No shit. There, there was this show when I was a kid. It was called Webster. It was this tiny little dude. Oh shit! Can we get? Oh. Shit. oh. Dude, Shaq's, Shaq's championship ring is bigger than his head. Dude, I want to see Shaq put his... Look at... Shaq has to use an iPad because the iPhone's too small. I want to see Cha- Shaq put his hand on his fucking <laughs> torso. Dude. Oh, my God. Look Are there any the more thing. videos of them? Uh, that's that's Dude. good shit. This collab. I don't see anything. Yeah, oh, Look at look at him on that car seat. That gives you perspective of how little he is. Look at that. Uh, where he was, yeah, that red one, yeah. When you can lay on a car seat like that, you're sh- just a smudge. Wow. 
He's wearing a Rolex too, you know. My goodness. He is? Oh shit. Khabib <laughs> bought that for him or something. Oh, for sure. Uh we know Islam Makachev's gonna be getting in the ring with uh Oliveira here in a couple weeks. I heard something yesterday when I was researching for the show that uh, Islam Makachev will walk into the ring at 188 pounds, which is fucking crazy because those guys are supposed to weigh. I think those guys are going to weigh in at 155. And they're saying he's going to put on 30 pounds. 33 pounds by the time he walks in the ring. He's going to be massive. If, if that's true. Where does, even, where does all that come from? I guess a bunch of water weight. It has to be, right? Probably. And I'm guessing they're eating too, but um, 30 pounds. Look at this next post. It's from Instagram. It says, why is Dana White promoting uh, this tennis shoe guy? I, I reached out to this guy, by the way. I'm going to try to get him on the show. I'm fascinated. This guy has a business that's cleaning tennis shoes. Is, is Travis Scott the guy who did that concert in Florida where shit got crazy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I guess... Sure. I guess he has a pair. I guess these are called Travis Scott Nikes and Dana White owns them. And I'm guessing I want to see how expensive those are. Let me see. Uh, Travis. Those are pretty expensive. They're very. Um, like $300 or like $3,000. Oh, 500 bucks. 1260 bucks. Okay. Oh, no. 500 bucks at, at Pacific Sunwear. Oh, man. There's some ugly ones that are made too. Uh, those ones it looks like are twelve sixty. Oh, they're the Air Jordan Low OG Travis Scott Reverse Mocho shoes, size thirteen. Uh, they're in good condition. They're not even new for twelve hundred and sixty bucks. What? <laughs> this site I'm looking at. Okay, fine. Okay, so these are expensive shoes. Anyway, um, check this out. I. So, so after I saw this video, I reached out to the tennis shoe guy because I want to know how he got it. I, I mean, I have questions. What a fucking awesome thing to do. Clean people's tennis shoes and get paid for it. Will you push play on this? You take a shot and then you smash the shot goss on the floor. So my Travis Scott's, the brand new, got destroyed. I mean, these things are sticky as can be. And I don't know if you can see in the suede there. Suede looks nasty. This one's all busted up. So I'm going to share this with you guys. You will not believe what this man, Akeem, can do to your shoes out there. And maybe it's expensive shoes or they're your favorite shoes. This dude turns them into brand new. Whoa. I would be so good at that. I would be so So yesterday at the same time, I handed these nasty, dirty shoes to him, and he came back today. They look like brand new. He's the best. It's unbelievable. Don't worry about uh, wearing your good shoes anywhere anymore. Just call this dude right here. So I just hey, how cool is that that Dana White did that for him? That's pretty nuts. That's he's been. I mean, uh, he's been doing it a few times with that, especially with that other guy. He's like endorsing these random businesses. Maybe not random, but businesses that he appreciates. I guess it's cool. It's very right? surprising that he's. Oh you know, yeah. You know, I, I feel like um, he, massive following. I hate to jerk Dave off because he's not my friend anymore, but um, uh, Dave does that shit. Castro. Yeah. He, he's done that. There are a couple of businesses that he's like recommended that I've been looking into just like getting backpacks and stuff from them just because they. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Like he, he, he endorses people and he doesn't get to, I, I'm trying to think of anyone. I think some of those gun companies might give him like some shit, but I think for the most yeah. part, he's just 
just loves on people that he wants to love. Yeah, it sounds like he's like a lot of the stuff he touts is like he's bought it. Like he's bought a backpack from them or he's bought some he just does some he, gear from them. He just doesn't call me. That's it. He doesn't he just does he we just don't talk. And 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 so little pools of discontent build up between you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just don't talk to him a lot. And so I just start building little stories of why I'm pissed at him. Just or why he's just a you. Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, just just imaginary stuff. You know, like when you don't talk to someone for a while, like millennials. If you don't if you don't text your girlfriend for fifteen minutes, she's she. You start building a story that the football she's team's banging her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, with me for my generation, it just takes it takes a few weeks. Maybe if I didn't talk to him, he didn't call me. He hasn't paid homage to me. I'm telling you, this fucking guy came over to my house the other day fucking calls and tells me that my front gate is open. I'm like, are you at my house? He goes, yeah. And then I see him and he goes, you look old as fuck. What do you mean? What happened to our relationship? Isn't that like, isn't that and like my mom also, my mom also said I look old as fuck too, but my mom and I bonded over Allison's boobs. So there me and Dave have not bonded over anything. We have not repaired our relationship. You haven't bonded over boobs yet. Jeez. Oh. Uh, Dave, meet me at the skate park and let's hang out. Me, you, and Allison and Brendan, and, and everything will be better. Ride your motorcycle. Isn't it a good thing if he just shits on you, though? It's, I always felt like everything I, with I, Dave is good. If my friends shit on me, that means that they like me. Maybe that's just a military thing, man. Yeah, it's no, it's good. It's boys. Boys understand that. Good boys understand that. If someone shits on you, it's good. Uh, that's why someone actually, one lawyer said, hey, here's the whole thing. One of the things where you can play the Lisa Marie thing, uh, that identity doctor thing, is if, um, they're obvious it, you should take it as a huge compliment because they they recognize the influence you have but you should also um consider like making it a big thing just for attention i was like wow i never even thought of that but like i said you guys have to understand this show is about being self-reflective so i kind of like it that she had it pulled down it gives us just more shit to talk about um it, it you know what i mean it, it's like when i dropped my iphone in the shit the other day like i was like okay this is cool this is like I can use it. I can work with this. It wasn't ideal. <laughs> Don't get. <laughs> did you, okay. Did you like? Did you like shit? In no. That listen. I listen. Listen. I, I saw mean, what you just did. You were about to judge me. I saw it in your eyes. I saw it. In your, <laughs> I, mean, I wore my Scott Panchik innovates to my kids' t-ball game. Then had to help coach, and now they're dried red from the baseball field. Saying I need this guy. Hey, dude, Bailey, you should just go get a brush and some spray and like some fancy sponges. Like use one of those fucking puma stones that you girls like rub all over your body and like puma have stone. a little yeah and have a little kit and like just and like and get one of those little spray balls that you're supposed to spray the spray on sunglasses you know and like mm -hmm. have a and, and just pretend like you're a professional and clean your shoes and make a video and say you'll clean anyone's shoes for a hundred bucks and then you could be cleaning shoes, making a hundred bucks while you watch podcast podcasts of people you're going to podcast the following day, multitasking, killing it, getting paid to do research. Anyway, okay, listen, you judgmental <laughs> asshole. I saw you. <laughs> I was at a fancy club, tennis club. The I go into one of these bathrooms. It's like a cabana. It feels like it, it's indoor, but they try to make it feel like it's outdoor and it's got it's it's cool. And I walk in. And, and the bathroom's completely clean, smells fine, and I'm in a hurry because my fucking family's in the car waiting for me. And it's my fasting day, and on my fasting day, sometimes this particular day, I, I felt like I, I needed to fart a little bit, but I thought maybe something was going to come out, like a shark, yeah. right? 
Danger, so danger. I fucking run in there. The bathroom seems spotless to me. I drop my pants and my phone's in my back pocket. And I'm like, mm. and, a, and I was right. A little, a little, like a little pellet came out, like the fasting pellet with a little, a little gooey pellet. Sure. And I fucking look down and there is a fucking shit that's butted up against the toilet. It's kind of unbelievable I didn't step in it. The 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 fact that I didn't step a, in it is a one in a million. It was so 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 it was just a shit at the bottom of the bowl. Like someone just sh- I, I don't know how they did that. But they missed the bowl and it went down the front of the bowl and landed right above it was butted up against the bowl. So in my in, in my in my feet and my pants were like four inches from the bowl, so the shit's sitting there. Like this close to my shorts and my shoes and my cell phone. And and it looks like my cell phone's 80% in my back pocket. So I I, I wipe my ass, very gentle, and I, I, I grab this. And, and I don't want to put my hand down there to the cell and pick pull the cell phone out because it, 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 now I see that there's more and more shit like along the toilet and everything. I don't want to bump it and touch it. And I slowly pull my pants up and my – Defied the laws of physics and the fucking cell phone. And what's crazy is that's never – I can't ever remember my cell phone falling out of my back pocket when I take a deuce. Uh, was, that cell phone was brand new. Like, I just got it pocket? that day. I was like a brand mm. – I just got it that morning, iPhone 14 Pro Max. Thank God there was a case on it. Thank God. Yeah. I, I picked it up. I looked around. I noticed there's shit everywhere in the bathroom now. You're right. I'm guilty. My situational awareness is bad, and I know it's a it's a pet peeve of mine when people don't have situational awareness. Guilty. Sometimes you got shit though, and it's 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 a dramatic event. And and then and then I and then I so I cleaned the, I put the, I ran the cell phone under hot water and the, and I cleaned off the case and everything and I soaped it and then I peeled it off and then I threw it away. <laughs> but I had to clean it just in case I accidentally bumped it and had all these paper towels. Now I have a cheap 999 case for my iPhone, which is weird. Here's my old iPhone 13, and um, you can stick stuff to this one, but I got the cheap 999 case, and you can't stick stuff to the back. But it's a really nice case. Go to Amazon and, and rank the cases cheapest to most expensive. This one pops up 999, and it's rubberized, so it actually feels better than the uh, Apple one. Okay, uh, I'll allow it. Okay, hundred pound of okay. Where were we? A UFC show, not a poop show. <laughs> okay, so the tennis shoe guy, I like him. Um, uh, Dana White loses thirty pounds. I, I know I've talked about this on the show a few times. We, we might as well bring it up one more time. It's really cool. Can we play this clip? This is really cool. By the way, those of you who are into the UFC, if you haven't watched our interview with Aljamain Sterling from last week, you should go back and watch it. Aljamain is also fighting on the card with Israel Adesanya and Alex Pereira. Okay, here we go. This is kind of a cool story. And they know when you're going to die. And they're right within a month. So I'm like, wait a minute. This guy can tell me when I'm going to die and be right within a month. That was your hook. I became obsessed. So I went down there. They did my blood work. He said, if you keep doing what you're doing right now and you stay on this trajectory, you got 10.4 years. I said, Dana, I can see that you can't sleep through the night. I, I would wake up in the middle of the night and throw up almost every night. And I said, I'd be very surprised if it's not painful for you to bend down and tie your shoes right now. And he went, no fucking way. He slammed the table down. He's like, you gotta be kidding me. You're starting to freak me out. My legs were so fucked up that I couldn't put my socks on in the morning. I was like a tenth of a point away from being diabetic. He said, 
You do exactly what I tell you to do for 10 weeks and I guarantee you I'll change your life. So I was in. You have to understand, I don't fall into all this hippie bullshit. You know, I don't do any of this shit. I'm like average Joe, real guy. Okay. This guy has changed my life in 10 weeks. I don't snore anymore. And and I sleep seven, eight hours a night now. How much weight have you lost? If you don't mind me 30 pounds. I feel like I'm 35 years old again. Hey, so basically for 10 weeks, he did uh, changed his diet. Um, changed some of his exercise movements, did ice baths, saunas, and breathing exercises. And in 10 weeks, he fucking completely transformed. And do you know who this is? Who, do you know that this is completely accessible to every single human being on the planet? Even the fucking poorest people in the world could do this. Everyone can do this. Everyone can do 90% of what Dana did. I think the poorest people on the planet, that's the only option they have. So, of course, they look great. Oh, well, that's a that's a really good point. I mean, people who are just living in the fishing, fishing villages around the uh, what's that lake in um, Kenya and Tan, Tanz, uh, Tanzania, the biggest freshwater lake in the world or in Africa, the continent. Yeah, I, 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 I went there a few times to that to give vitamin A to those people. They were the fittest fucking people I've ever seen. Just pulling fishing nets in all day. It's fucking crazy, right? What is that lake? Largest. Freshwater lake in Africa. Lake Victoria. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, it's Uganda. Is it in Tanzania and Uganda in Kenya? All three? Some incredible waterfalls there. Like some of them, like, oh, yeah, no shit. I can't even remember. I've been so many places, I can't even remember if I. If where, where when I went to Lake Victoria, I've been there a few times. If I went to the Kenya, Tanzania, or Uganda side, Kampala was one of the first cities I was ever in. That's the capital of Uganda, where I saw dudes just walking around the streets with machine guns. Fuck! But then, what? but then, yeah, but then Tommy G showed it to us. The, the, hey, that kid! Did, did you watch the? Were you on the Tommy G show? The YouTube uh-huh. star. He made a city. A video is called "The Most Dangerous City in the World." And there's um, and, and he walks up and he's in this neighborhood and there's there's kids there. There's like 15 kids there and they all have two guns. They all have a pistol and a machine gun. It's broad daylight. They're hanging out in the street and it, you can't even fucking believe it's the United States. And I asked Tommy G. I said, hey, dude, what the fuck's going to It was uh, 14 black dudes and one white kid and they're all fucking under 18. I go, what's going to happen to that white kid? He goes, what do you mean? I go, all these kids are going to go to jail. This white kid hangs out with the homeboys. But when he goes to jail, he's going to have to hang out with the white dudes. It's going to, he's fucked. Well, guess what? Tommy fucking texted me yesterday and said that dude fucking killed someone who's being charged with first degree murder and went to jail. I mean, all those dudes are going to jail. Guaranteed. Yeah. The fuck? Fucking nuts. I can't believe they just carry it like openly around. Like, openly. That dude's Instagram, that dude's that? YouTube channel is amazing. Tommy G. You know what's amazing? Go is he go, he did this piece um in the in the he did this piece in the most dangerous city in the world and it's all it's all it's all black dudes, right? Then he did another piece on the most drug riddled city in the world and it and it was all white it's all white dudes. <laughs> just, shoot, just publicly shooting fentanyl. That's the way my town is too. It's kind of oh, interesting. Shit. Yeah, when I, when I lived in the Bay, it, well, not that open. They're not open about it like that. But when I, their police will get you there. But in this town, Kensington, it was Kensington, uh, Pennsylvania. You can just do drugs openly. But um, 
Dude, dozens of people shooting publicly. Dude, he walked up on someone dead and they narcan him. This is j- just randomly. Dude, that's how often that great. shit happens. Did, I, when I go through West Virginia, they have oh, billboards. West Virginia. Like, dude, billboards every fucking for every mile, every quarter mile that just say, hey, help a neighbor carry narcan. Yes. They said people just carry narcan in this town. Yeah. You had you're like openly allowed to carry narcan. It's like at least for like for us, even like in my work in the hospital, whenever we prescribe opiates, we have to prescribe Narcan too, just in case. Hey, that's kind of how like if you think about it, that's kind of how like condoms were. Condoms were like fucking everywhere for, for a while, like in during the AIDS scare, like everywhere. Yeah. Someone even told me in Olympic Village, one of the first things you walk into is there's just oh, yeah. a massive bowl of condoms. Do they have that where you're at? Like on your base, they have just free condoms. Oh, awesome. Wow. Because people fuck. We just yeah. have fucking packages of them. And then, like, they're usually gone by the end of the day and we have to restock every day. Oh, that's awesome. You should take those and Busy sell place those. Out here. Have a side hustle. 25 cents. Uh, when, when, when I was, um, when, when I lived in the Bay Area, um, uh, 99 out of 100 people. I saw jaywalkers every single day. Jaywalking is just fucking nuts. And um, and 99 out of 100 people I saw jaywalking were all people with melanated skin. And it was, and and they would they just cross the street and just and just stare at you like fuck you what they would even say that to you fuck you what or it would be a, would, they would stand in the in the street on so you couldn't make a right hand turn on a red light. You can do that in California if you come to a stop at a red light you can make a right turn. But they would stand in the street and just look at you so you couldn't. And I saw every day people every day or they would cross on the red light. They didn't care. Like five just young men just cross and just look at everyone like just fuck you. That's just the way it was in the Bay Area. Every home in the town cost 1 million to 5 million dollars but um the the, the 99 out of 100 of the people who would jaywalk it was always like fuck you to whitey. It was kind of, it was weird. It was weird. Now I live in a town that's all white. And all, and I still see a lot of jaywalking, but it's all fucking white dudes like talking to themselves with their pants down past their ass, with their butthole showing. Not like gangster style, but just like they, they just they these these white dudes just look like monkeys that got out of the zoo. Like, do you know what I mean? They're just like they're like zombies. They're like zombies. Yeah. They're like they're fucking zombies. zombies. Yeah, it's crazy. For sure. And I was like, oh shit! All right, well check that check that off the list. It's not just. uh Melanated people, it's white drug addicts too. It's not. All right, fine. You've been called out on your discriminatory uh, beliefs. I still have not seen a lot of Japanese jaywalkers. And I've been to Japan. Those motherfuckers follow the rules. <laughs> oh, have, you still, have you seen those videos of like the time lapse during yeah. crosswalk? Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, I've hung out at that crosswalk quite a bit. That's a. F- um, there, there are some crazy stats about how many people cross the street there. Some Seriously? crazy stats. Yeah, yeah. It's a spe- it's a specific place. I want to say, believe it or not, I want to say right there is a uh, like a Virgin Records or something. I can't believe one of those places is still in business. That's crazy. Follow the rules or get shot. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not Emmett. Not Emmett. No, no. The 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 not in this in this town is just you just have to just watch one of those zombie movies and all those white people you see that play the zombies that's how the, the white people are in my town that the ones that jaywalk they're that I've never seen that is weird it yeah I I wonder what the ratio is of people who inject drugs if it's like significantly more white people 
<laughs> like culturally, if it's just like some the, the American black culture prefers to smoke and whitey likes to inject. I wonder if there's any truth to that. I'll have to do some research on that. They said the drugs are free. Anyway, I'm, I'm off topic. We're doing a UFC show, not a review of old people I interviewed. Okay, so Dana lost weight. That's great. We're excited for Dana. You can see it when he stands up and get the press conferences. He looks thinner. His ass kind of vanished. I think someone needs to get him to squat below parallel, but I'm super duper happy for him because I love the UFC and I love what he brings to it. I really, really like what Dana White brings to the UFC. I, I might stop watching. He's not super he, swollen. Right. Joe Rogan needs to do the same thing now. Joe Rogan looks like unhealthy as a motherfucker. All red and hyper, saw like, too much. like too much pressure on him. And Dana has crazy pressure on him. Can you imagine throwing up every night? That, no, I can't. Um, Al, Al Sterling is fighting TJ TJ Dillashaw in a couple weeks. Also on that same card with uh, Alex Pereira and Israel. And uh, Aljo is um, really turning up the heat on TJ, saying that TJ is probably still on drugs, which is pretty harsh. But I guess once you do drugs, everyone's going to think you would do drugs. Um, that's going to be a great a fucking, fight. That's such easy shit. That's not even good. Right. good. That's not even good. Well, he's just trying to get in that dude's head, right? Right, but at the same time, like it's such an easy bird to kill. Yes, like TJ is probably so over that shit; it's not going to phase him at all. Well, like, I hope if you really right. want to fucking talk some shit on people. You got to be better than that, man. Who do you think is going to win? I hope TJ does, honestly. Okay, good. I hope Aljo does. Good. All right, fine. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Holland. Oh, what the fuck is Holland's first name? Tom Holland? No, it's not him. Kevin Holland. Thank you. Uh, there's rumors that Kevin Holland got paid eight hundred thousand dollars to fight that la take that last minute fight a couple weeks ago where we saw him fight against Kamzat. Um, it was it was a tr that was the fight where the fight where everyone switched on the main card. Everyone switched. So there were like oh, three yeah. fights on the main card and all the dudes who were supposed to fight certain dudes 24 hours before switched. It was so weird. That was the one where Nate Diaz ended up fighting uh, Tony Ferguson, but he was supposed to fight Kamzat, but Kamzat couldn't make weight. So Kevin Holland stepped up and fought him and supposedly Kamzat got $150,000 for the fight, uh, weighing five pounds or 10 pounds overweight, and then $150,000 for winning. And the rumors are that Kevin Holland made $800,000, which would be a, a, a shitload of money for a non-main event for the UFC. Um, but Kevin Holland's denying that. He's saying it's none of your business how much I make. I may have made more. I may so, have made less. So he definitely made, he probably made that much. You think? Yeah. yeah well, that's I mean, another thing he said. He goes, and what sucks is now my family thinks I'm rich and everyone's asking for money. Yeah, hey, dude, $800,000 is not rich. For anyone, like, leave people alone. If you found out someone won a million dollars, leave them alone. They did not get rich. You cannot do anything with a million dollars. You have to put it in the bank. It just creates trouble for you. Yeah, it's, like, not enough to be, like, sustainable for the rest of your life. No. But enough to, like, be okay. To, like, oh, like, I'll it's enough to make a stupid purchase you can't afford. In three years, you have to sell it, and you're poor again. Right. Unless you're, like, using it for, like, an investment or something. Yes. Yeah, that'd be otherwise you're fucked for sure. Uh 
We talked about my, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, uh, tai Tuvasa has a new fight. That was the guy. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember. He's from New Zealand. He's a really cool dude. A really, 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 really cool dude. And he fought uh, Cyril Gaon a few weeks ago. Uh, great fight. And uh, it looks like Ty has a fight with a big Russian dude. It'll be nice to see Ty uh, climb up the ranks again. Um, he's set to return to the Octagon as part of the co-main event at UFC Orlando in December. Sergey Pavlovich. I think, um, oh shit. So that's interesting. Look below that. It says Steven Thompson and Kevin Holland will fight. So wonder boy and Kevin Holland are going to fight. Holy shit. Uh, we could be getting close to the end. Uh, Kevin Holland just retired last week and then he came back, which is a trip, right? He retired and came back. Kevin Holland. Yeah. Did. I thought he was done, but Steven Thompson got to be towards the end of his career too. Like real close. I bet you he's closer to 40 than 30 wonder boy. Let's see. I saw another he's, interesting thing. Um, he's 39. He is? Wonderboy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wonderboy is a trippy fighter. For those of you new to the UFC, he has a karate stance, which is quite unique. It's kind of like O'Malley stance. Uh, Wonderboy, I want to say, is one of the most unique fighting styles. Not that it's um, unorthodox, but it's just not common for the UFC. Wants to stand up the whole entire time, and he and he and he acts really big instead of small, and he's and he's sideways the whole time. He's great. He's I've great to been watch. By people who do karate, and like I just, I've always heard it's not very beneficial in fights, and then I've always heard that karate masters or whatever say that the to <laughs> to not get into fights. Like, what happens if I get into a fight? And they just say, don't get into a fight. Karate masters. Well, this dude, this dude's fucking good. And he's a karate master. Look at his losses. Look who he's lost to. I mean, he's lost to nobody who sucks. Like, look at his losses. I bet you it's like people like Jorge. Yeah. Bell Muhammad, Gilbert Burns. Oh shit. Bell Muhammad's fighting uh, Anthony Pettis. That's kind of crazy. Darren Till. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Tyrone Woodley. Oh shit. He had a draw with Tyrone Woodley. Wow. Rory McDonald's amazing. Remember when Johnny Hendricks was I hey dude, that's kind of like that's right when I was getting into the UFC. That's a little bit before my time. I think Johnny Hendricks was he the guy that was like he couldn't figure out which weight class he wanted to be in? 171 or 185? Maybe. I just remember he had like fucking crazy hands and he just knocked the fuck out of everybody he fought. Yeah. He reminds me of He was like a truck. Who's the guy who fights at the 185 class? He's Mexican, and he almost beat Israel Adesanya. They went fucking into the fifth round just throwing blows. Do you know what I'm talking about? Johnny no. Hendricks reminds me of that guy. Who's going to figure out figure it out in the comments? Uh, my poor brain can't remember. Let me look it up. They fought Adesanya? Yeah, it was one of – it's Adesanya's best fight. It, it, it's the guy who took Adesanya the deepest. Man, I thought he was going to beat Adesanya and become the champion. Oh, shit. What's his name? Here's his fight. Here's his... Marvin Vittori? No, no. Wait, it's way down. It go, keep going. Keep There, Kevin Gastelum. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think of Johnny Hendricks and Kevin Gastelum is kind of the same. Little, little, like little, Their bodies are a little sloppy. Super dangerous hands. Can't oh, figure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah, figure yeah. out exactly what weight class they're in. Yeah. Oh, does he have a fight? Wait, let me see. Did he had a fight scheduled? Let's see who he fights next. Next year. Wow. 
Nazdarene Imav Imavav Imavav. Yeah, sure. He's Mexican. Right. Yeah, yeah. Gaslin's Mexican. Because I seen some. Yeah. I seen. I seen some. Uh, um, videos on him when they show him at home with his mom. His mom's cooking him like you know like tortilla soup and shit. Chicken <laughs> tortilla, tortilla soup. Spanish right. He seems cool as shit. Yeah, Gastelum or some shit. Yeah. I like him. I would love to meet him. I'd love to have him on the show. He seems great. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get through all of these, but there's some that we have to get through. Let's go to Bryce Mitchell. I thought this was interesting. He says, the law can kiss my ass. I'm not giving my dog a rabies shot. Uh, I I was just telling this story yesterday. My dog got – I left my dog in my car – Parked in the shade, of course, wasn't dangerous at all. My dog always, it's a little chihuahua. He always spends time in the car, chihuahua, Basenji mix. And this is years ago. And it was some hippie town in Northern California. When I came back, my car was covered in notes telling me what a complete cocksucker piece of shit I am. And my dog was gone. And then there was a note from the police saying, we, we took your dog to the pound. So I went to the pound to get my dog. And they told me, hey, do you have proof that your dog's uh, vaccinated? I said, yeah, he, he has his, all his shots. And they said, well, pr- prove it. Well, I don't carry my dog's shots with me. And they go, well, then you have to get all your dog's shots again. So I not only did I have to pay to get my dog out of the pound, but they re-injected my dog with all the fucking vaccines that they give dogs right there. And I had to pay for all of them. It was fucking nuts. It's such a fucking con. It's such a fucking con. My wife went to the doctor the other day and they said, do you have your tetanus shot? And she said, yes. And they said, we don't have it on your record. She goes, well, I have it. And she goes, they go, well, we can't take your word for it. And it's like, fuck you. Like, what do you mean? Like, what are you not going to let me leave? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, okay. Like why even say that to someone? They do that shit when we take my dog to the vet too. Or like whenever we have to order. Well, with the dog, I think they've passed a law. I think pharma, pharma's even sunk its teeth. And I think with dogs, they've passed a law. It's to protect kids. Okay. I've told this I've told this story before too, ma'am. I got bit by a dog in India, supposedly fucking uh, uh, uh rabies is a massive problem. I was in a ghetto with three million people. It's one of the you can't even believe how big this fucking ghetto is, even though it's clean and safe as shit. But it's massive, it's all like fucking uh concrete huts on top of each other and all shit. And there's a giant well in the middle of the town where all the people come to and pull water out of the ground. Giant well, giant fucking 20 feet across in diameter kids everywhere with buckets and ropes pulling water out and i'm filming it and i step on a dog and the dog bites me and i'm and and, and one of the guys who helped me go through the town was the local doctor in the town and he said hey dude we have to start the tetanus pro or the rabies the rabies protocol on you and i'm like really he goes yeah rabies is a huge problem in india and i go how long have you been a doctor in this town he goes 14 years i go how many rabies cases have you seen he goes zero i go eat a dick they didn't start no fucking protocol on me and whenever I tell this story, there's people in the YouTube comments will be like, oh, it's very serious there. So they'll start right. No, fuck not. Do the math. It's not very serious. Go ahead, Caleb. Lecture me. I can tell you want to lecture me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say. We yes, it broke the skin. Fucking broke the skin. Motherfucker broke the skin. I stepped on this fucking dog, sleeping dog. There's sleeping dogs everywhere. I looked right at the dog. I told myself, don't step on the dog. I took four steps back and I fucking stepped on the dog and he fucking bit me through my pants. Yeah, leave those dogs alone. It's got to be one of the dumbest things I've done in my life. 
besides start the dog. podcast. They're fucking savages, dude. The dogs and the cats out here. Fuck you, Magnus. Okay, yeah, I know, but I'm sorry, Jesus. Okay, so can we play this Bryce Mitchell clip? He don't want he don't want his dogs getting rabies shots. Bryce Mitchell. Another guy that should come on this podcast. I'm telling you, what someone tell these guys that they would have a blast. They'll like me. They'll like you guys. Okay, let's go. So I made a post about Peppy and how I didn't want to give her a rabies shot because she don't have rabies and um, how I needed a real doctor and real doctors have come out the woodwork to help me and to help my little doggy that I love. And, uh, man, we're, we're, we're not getting no damn rabies vaccine. She don't have rabies and I'm not injecting her with no shit that she don't need. And I just want to thank all of y'all so much um, I mean, dozens of people message me instantly and that's, that's God right there. And so thank you. And all the people criticizing me, y'all remind me of the Pharisees. Cause remember when Jesus healed that guy, he made the blind man see, but it was on the Sabbath and it went against the laws of the Pharisees. I don't want to ab- abide by the laws of these medical institutions, but my dog is going to be healed. And that's all that matters is she will be healed. Hey, hey y'all. Um, CEO hoodies right today. You will be so thank you. Spoken music. You will be so fucking stoked. I cannot stop. I, I never wore a pullover sweatshirt. Now that I have these, I cannot stop wearing them. I even wear them. See? when. I know. I even wear them when they're, it's too hot outside. They're so fucking cool. I feel so cozy in them. And they're dope. They're gangster. They, this is they're why all pullovers are better than zip-ups. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't, can't, I don't know if I want to go there. But but they're awesome. Okay. Hey, uh, Spoken Music, Um, can you post it and tell me if you like it? I um, Did you get it from Vindicate or did you get it from uh, Life is RX? I'm curious. Poor dog. That dog's stoked, dude. Bryce Mitchell's loco, but in a good way. I love say that again. The dog was just chilling. He's super relaxed. Um, I love this story of the uh of the Jesus and the Pharisees. I looked it up because I just thought it was so cool. I think I maybe even put a link to it. Do you see below it says the mountaineer? So I get I guess uh, there was a blind dude. And Jesus healed them on that was supposed to be the day off. I guess the Sabbath, the God said you're not supposed to do shit, and so they yeah, were going to try, and they were going to they were going to try to judge Jesus for healing this dude. And there's the a, fuck? and there's a, yeah yeah scroll down scroll down yeah oh, oh God. after you per- purchased the uh oh you can't do it oh fuck I gotta disable okay. my ad blocker give me a second anyway your ad blocker he's on a PC guys. He has ad blockers. I'm using the computer you gave me. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. You need ad blockers on a Mac? It's Google Chrome. Disgusting. (laughs) Uh, um, How is the computer? It's great. It is. It works really well. Thank you. Um, So scroll down. I think it's highlighted the part I wanted to read. Apart from Jesus, the Messiah, God. Uh, oh no, it's not. Shit, in mine it was highlighted. Maybe it's because I searched it in mine. But wait, go go to the go. To, uh, uh, Jesus says a cool line here about why it's a, uh, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of this. Uh, I can't find it anyway. It's okay. But basically, 
they get they get um it, it was made them especially mad when oh, oh yeah here it is it made the guy it made the Pharisee, Pharisees especially mad when Jesus told them that he was the son of God and since God's work on since God worked on the Sabbath he could too there was a better line he said in there though uh for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his anyway I can't remember but that's a cool fucking story. Just because it's your day off doesn't mean you stop fucking doing the right thing. That's how I take it. What am I watching? It's about the Bible hour with Savon Matosian. <laughs> Dana White has an ass blocker. You mean because his ass is so small? Good he can get, he could grow up big. I know. I, I noticed his pants were a little baggy after he lost all that weight. Okay. For the hardcore UFC fans. Those of you before even I started watching the UFC, there was a gentleman named Cub Swanson. He has been around fucking forever, and he is a magical fighter. And um, I, I, for me, uh, he was one of the first guys I ever saw d- using the uh, spinning uh, back fist, backhand, um, on, on a regular basis. It was kind of crazy. Now a bunch of dudes use it a lot, but it was nuts when I used to when I first came to the UFC and I would watch this dude fight. He has dropped from 145 pounds to 135 pounds. And he's fighting a kid named Jonathan Martinez who's on a three-fight win streak. And this is going to be the main event uh, tomorrow. I believe this is the main event. And this is going to be cool to watch. This is going to be very cool to watch. Uh, it's always interesting when fighters go down weight. This guy is skinny. Can you push play on this? At what, you know what's interesting? He didn't, at the press conference, he had someone else speak for him. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Jeffrey Birchfield, Jesus didn't actually break an Old Testament command. He violated the interpretations religious leaders had developed around the biblical commands of keeping the Sabbath day holy. Those damn interpretations. Well, good. Cubs a gangster. Yes. Yes, shredded at 135. I mean, he shredded at 145. Play no games, cause ain't nobody playing with me. I got love. I got love. So he didn't speak at the press conference. Do you guys see how good me and Caleb are working together? Caleb plays a little music. He stops. I start. I mean, we're flowing. He didn't talk at the fucking press conference. He brought his friend out, who's also a fighter. I didn't recognize him. And his friend answered all the questions. And Cub just stood there with his glasses on, which I think is brilliant if you're fasting. Brilliant. Go ahead. Go ahead, Caleb. That was the guy that was sitting next to him? like in the, Yeah. The yeah, the super handsome dude with all the hair on his head. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think that's why, – why did you like that? Uh, when you're fasting and you're starving, when you talk, you feel it drain you. It's a trip. Talking oh, is right so here. fucking hard when you're fucking fasting. This hard guy. isn't the right word. It's stupid. It's care- You feel like you just sense it's a careless use of your energy. And so you can keep all of that inside. It's nuts. And just stay. Just stay with your breathing. And you just feel like a million bucks. And and he had this dude just come out and answer all the questions. And Cub just stared at the crowd. I loved it. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, Cub's wife is hot as shit. I bet. Can we can we <laughs> scroll his Instagram and, and and just whatever? Yeah. Spoken got that hoodie from Vindicate, by the way. Oh, he did. Okay. I I have not got. I have not uh, seen that one yet in person. So let me know how that is, please. If it's ass, don't tell me publicly. If it's great, tell me publicly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at her. 
perfect. Although it's like portrait mode, it's like focused on him still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I wonder if that's what Kamala Harris looked like when she was young and hot. <laughs> Wait, who's that giant guy he's next to? Let me see in the, that middle picture. Go. Oh my God, his wife. Oh shit. Oh, I thought that was Thor. No, Max Crosby. The, uh, uh, go. Um, w- oh, his wife is crazy. Wow. Wow. Damn. Wow. Damn. God, nothing better than just a giant. Oh, he's got triplets. Are they triplets? I, I guess. guess. Yeah. They look all the same age. Even an anti fake boob guy like me just c- can't stop the appreciation for that body. That's the thing with fake boobs. You, you, there's, not, there's nothing you can do to stop the, the 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 man in me. Not even my own intellect. Yeah, those are beautiful kids, beautiful wife. He got some giant trophy. Oh, he's in the Hall of Fame. Shit. Mm-hmm. So he's been around long enough. Good ass life. I hope it's fun. You think those? You don't think those are triplets? No, I think I would agree that they're probably triplets. Uh, the final thing I'd like to bring up today is um, there is a podcast called the Full Send Podcast. I think those guys have trademarked the term Full Send, and they sold a bunch of merchandise that says Full Send, and I think they release it all the time. And I've heard my nephews use that term Full Send, like Full Send, dude, and then you just skate off a ramp or something. And it's it's a it's like it's like our generation's Let's Go. Can't stand yeah. all that shit. Anytime someone Are says, "Are you the one just, that doesn't like saying people saying let's go?" Yeah, let's go. I couldn't think of who. Yeah, why? Like, I don't know. Because I, because maybe because I'm a contrarian. I just think come up with your own shit. What are you like saying? Fuck yeah, get after yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, uh, get after it's kind of yeah. Get, let's get after it. Balls to the wall. <laughs> Balls to the wall. Sure. Balls Pretty to the wall. Let's fucking go. Um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, there was a guy on the full send podcast and, and I do like these, I do like these guys. Um, I, I watched their interview with Donald Trump. It was fantastic. I watched part of their interview with, um, Elon. Um, and I've watched a couple of their, all their interviews, I think with Dana and that guy. So that guy on the left there, which is crazy because he's the most douchey guy. These other two guys are pretty real. This, this uh, Ethiopian looking cat. And then this other backstreet boy looking dude, they're 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 just normal dudes on the show. They're not trying. This other guy's really trying. He's like an LA type. And he kind of doesn't fit in with them. And I didn't realize why he was part of them, but now I think I get it. So since I follow all the UFC stuff, I guess Dana, I guess this guy introduced the full send guys to Dana White. And then Dana came on their podcast, right? Well, I think there's a standard fee when you introduce people to people which is crazy. I'll tell you an interesting story. So one of my close friends introduced one of my other close friends to two, two guys the other day. This is a complicated story, but basically one of my friends introduced one of our other friends to two guys and they did a business dealing. And my friend who just did the introduction made a, a small fortune. Just like, check this out. When when uh, a car a car uh, ran a a, a a crosswalk and hit 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 my wife, she almost lost her leg. Had to have fucking like six surgeries, seven surgeries. This is years ago. My mom introduced my wife Haley 
to her lawyer, who's a personal injury lawyer. And my mom got 3% of like the settlement just for introducing them. That's just that's yeah. standard business protocol. Just cool shit. I get a piece. You get a piece. Yeah. Thanks. For, thank, thank you. I think it's totally cool. And, uh, and so basically, um, so this guy, this kind of the, the kind of the douchier of the guys introduced the two cooler guys to Dana. And I guess he wanted like a, a fee, an introductory fee. And the, and that fee was $50,000. But if someone yeah, doesn't Dana pay White the fee, if someone doesn't pay the fee. So for instance, I introduced, oh, I shouldn't say this. I made a connection between a couple people who made a hundred million dollar deal and I did not get a cut of it, <laughs> which I, which I should have. Um, uh, but I, but I did fine. But anyway, when you don't get the cut, you don't complain and burn the fucking bridge. And I guess this guy got super duper pissed that these two dudes, uh, on the right, the backstreet boy and the Ethiopian dude didn't pay him like 50 grand and he got pissed and went public with it. And so they kicked him off the podcast. And uh, and then Dana, I guess, paid this dude $50,000 just to be cool and said, hey, you're a fucking crybaby. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, what the fuck? And uh, paid him the 50 grand. Anyway, this guy lost his gig now on the podcast with these two dudes. I don't think anyone's going to um, keep keep watching this guy. What's his name? Bob Mennery? Isn't Mennery right. mean like – isn't Mennery – doesn't that mean your period? Mennery? Menses? Menstruation. Menstruation. Isn't there like a conjugation of menstruation that or menses that's menary? Mm, like menstruate? I don't I don't know. It's a trippy name. Anyway, he look at this guy saying he is a crybaby. Yeah. So he got pissed. Just because someone doesn't get don't burn bridges. I don't like to burn bridges. Dear Lisa Marie Del Rio, I'd love to have you on the show again. I don't want to burn any bridges. Oh, menary. It's a nunnery for men. Thank you. Good job. I know you always come. Uh, anyway, so that's it. That's the UFC show. No Justin Nunley. No Darian. I hope I hope I, hope I did it justice. I hope Caleb did it justice. Caleb did his part. That's for sure. He does the sport voice, but cusses. He does the sports voice, but cusses. Yeah, it was Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. Spiegel always coming through with the 1999. Every show. Great work. Let's just stay on all day. Uh, I I do need to do a Hiller Fit review show. I was thinking about maybe doing it tonight. Um, I have so many friends in town that it's hard that my nights are just like consumed. And I'm normally not a friend guy. That's what's so weird. I was going to say, I thought you didn't have any friends. I don't. I don't even like to do friend stuff. But Allison just moved to town, so I'm going to do shit with her today. And uh, and Greg's still here. I want to do shit with him. And Brendan's here, Allison's husband. I'll do shit with him. He surfs and skates and all that shit, so I can take advantage of him to help have him help my um. Run your kids all around. Yes, yes. He actually texted me last night and said, "I got a uh, wetsuit. I'll take our kids out." Oh, that's awesome. Oh, there's a corn maze. I'm looking at my. That's up and running for Halloween. I should take my kids to the corn maze. You guys have cornfields out there? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's weird. I know it's weird. It's a big, massive one. It's, if you go 
four miles north of my house. So I live, for those of you who don't know, I live on the western side of the North American continent, right up against the Pacific Ocean. And 70 miles north of me is San Francisco. But there's a road that runs along the coast of the Pacific Ocean, along the North American continent. It's called the One. That that road basically goes through my town. If I get on that one, basically, I think it's called SoCal Drive or something, and, and, I, and I take it just four miles north of my house, all of a sudden for the next 70 miles until you get to San Francisco, it's just fucking basically farmland, like weird kind of farmland. Like I don't know if farmland is the right word, but it's just coastal land with fucking nothing, little tiny cities that might pop up here and there. But it's like if you're a motorcycle rider, it's a fucking dream. It's like that south too. You can just jump on the one and go south fucking – 300 miles to get to San Luis Obispo or some shit. And it's just the most beautiful road you could ever fucking imagine with the greatest camping on the planet. We got stuck on the one one time when I was a kid. That oh shit. Close. Where? We were like, where, where were you? We were driving from Monterey to, to Vandenberg. To South. Wow. That, yeah. That's BF. That's bumfuck. That's there's nothing. I mean, it's beautiful, but there's just nothing there. It was horrible. They're just fucking stuck. I think. What kind of car? A Toyota Camry, I think. I think it was a Toyota Camry, like a nine. Cars used to break down. Yeah, yeah. We just, it was me and my mom and my. Uh, I don't even know if my brother was born, yet, but I think it was just me and my mom driving down from the Monterey Bay Aquarium, and we were just stuck on on the one. Like for, for we had t- taken a wrong turn, so we were already pissed because we had to take that. It was going to take like an extra hour and a half to get down to Lompoc. And then our car like overheated. Lompo, holy shit! What a shit hole. How old and, were you? Uh, probably six, six years old, seven years old. It was horrible. Did not enjoy that. Uh, where I where, where I live in California, I'm surrounded by farmland. Where I live, Beaver has a brother. Yeah, I do have a brother. Is he single? Yes. But he's gay. No. Oh. Might be too young for you, Heidi. Sorry. Might be what? Too young? Yeah. Actually, he's not that young. So. Uh, I just found this. I haven't watched this, but I'm going to share it with you guys because I, I, I know a little bit about this guy. There's this guy who's like a fucking... YouTube fucking sensation during the pandemic. If you haven't seen Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, you must like, I don't know what the fuck, where you been? He is, he's like, I I bet you he made a fucking killing on YouTube. And he basically would go through and just analyze COVID for the last two years and just pull up paper after paper after paper and talk to you in a very calm voice. And in the beginning, he said a lot of shit that I just was like, dude, you're missing the point. Like he was being too nice and too gentle. And like he was like he, he was supposed to be like the grandfatherly um, sober voice in the entire uh, COVID conversation. And they never banned him or anything. He was fucking everywhere. I bet she has millions of subscribers. I bet she has over. Do you see him on YouTube? Uh, 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 Mr. Beaver? Let me let me look at his. Uh, we'll look him up afterwards. But I've heard I heard rumors of this. That he flipped the script finally. That now he's seen something and he's like, he wasn't, I wouldn't say before he was pro vaccine, but, but 
he was okay with the vaccine. Now it looks like Dr. Asim Malhorta, who's coming on the show in a couple of weeks here, um, for the second so time. Yeah, yeah. I pause no. and explain what the speed of science means. Oh, holy shit. You saw what that lady said. Dude, that we were moving at the speed of science. Is she? How do not when when she says that shit? What do people think? Is she a fucking? You're not a poet laureate, bitch. Stay in your lane. I I don't even like that line. When she said that, I cackled. I could not believe that was the term. That was the phrase that she used. Okay, here we go. Let's see what what uh, what Doctor John Campbell. Now, this guy's this guy. I don't want to say he's pro vaccine, but he was. But he, I'll say it, he's pro vaccine. But now, let's see what he says. Remember, representatives of the UK government who've now been made into dames and knights and all sorts of things, emphatically telling us that everything that was normally done in any clinical trial was done during these trials. They gave us their word about this, and let's hope that this doesn't turn out to be less than accurate but let, let's look at some of the information that's now been revealed today and you can probably tell um some of us aren't very happy about this yeah i've never seen them like this rolled out miss small regarding the question around um did we know about stopping the immunization before it entered the market no and there the word she said the word no now this is my interpretation of this because this is only me um, COVID Pfizer vaccine uh, was not tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. This was not done. Before. Did you guys hear that? It was not. Te- I mean, but but I knew this. I was reading the fine print. Yes, there were people like Biden and other people who were saying it stops transmission in the head of the CDC. But you could find where they never claimed it would stop transmission that they didn't know. And that, it was funny because that's what I had a conversation with a, with a, a doctor about it. And they were like, well, that's not what they were. They weren't they weren't saying that it was going to stop transmission. I'm like, yes, that's what they weren't. But all the politicians were saying, saying yes, they weren't saying, saying it that. stops transmission. But all the politicians were pushing that they were saying it does stop. They were just lying. That's how it was touted ever since it got created. Yeah. And now so if it doesn't stop transmission, that means that every single person that said you should take this to protect someone else was well, – we're at the 50-yard line. I do live off of SoCal. Oh, I, oh that's interesting. I, oh, yeah. I'll let the gaslighting begin. I do live – Um, I live in SoCal actually, believe it or not. I live up in the country just right up – as soon as you get up off the beach, I'm in the country. Peacocks and donkeys and shit. Okay, here we go. Before, vaccine, before the vaccine entered general rollout, despite us being assured that everything, all the normal stages were carried out as they would be for any new product. And yet it turns out now we know what, however long it is now later, two years later or whatever, that this wasn't done. This really- but and those are that that's why I always struggled with him because he he was he was missing that he in in it before he was same thing with Joe Rogan all those people were talking and they were missing they were missing that really is I, I think this is really quite scandalous and I certainly feel personally let down by it. I'm sure a lot of you do um Miss Small again you know we had to really move at the speed of science. Now, what I'd like to do now is pause and explain to you exactly what the speed of science means. But I haven't got a flipping clue. I do know not what it is. It's just words without meaning. The speed of science. It's just words without meaning. 
What does that mean? So what happens there, and this is the mechanism I've been trying to share with you. This is the same thing with the racism. When she says we moved at the speed of science, she's hoping you guys will go into your heads and interpret what she means. She wants you to interpret. She wants a pass. That's what the entire BLM movement was. That's what the whole George Floyd thing was. They wanted a pass. They wanted you to go into your head and spin a narrative. Yeah, it's just filler. And then as human beings, this, the mechanism of the brain is we go into our head. Instead of saying she didn't say anything because we lack confidence, we interpret what they said and make up our own understanding because we're, we're not humble enough to be like, hey, that didn't fucking make sense or I didn't understand that. It's like saying and stuff. Yeah. Like that, it's vague and does not specific and doesn't make any sense. And that's why I'm the greatest interviewer who ever lived because I'm humble enough to say I don't know because I'm, 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 I'm so great because I'm humble. What's that supposed to mean? What's it, what's it supposed to convey? Just has no meaning to me at all, unless I'm a bit stupid, of course. And See, that's exactly what I would say too. Yeah, makes no meaning to me unless I'm stupid. Tell me. Yeah, he he's fucking crushing it. If Miss you know, Moore wants to come on the channel and explain it, then that's absolutely fine, of course. They want you to go into your head and just make up your own rationale because you don't have the balls to say, I'm sorry, what does gender mean? I don't know what that means. And no matter what they say, you should keep saying, I don't get it. I don't get it. Can you point to it? I see Caleb's hat. What gender is Caleb's hat? Does Caleb's hat have a gender? I don't see it. Make don't make up your own shit. Unless you're a fucking fiction writer. Maybe I'm just being a bit thick here and I don't understand what the speed of science is. But um, I've done... Two, two science degrees and a research degree, and I've never heard the term. So anyway, there's always need to learn new things. I've only been doing science since I was 18. <laughs> Let the apologies pour out. It's a fucking amazing, right? They're not coming. They don't give a shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we on Monday, I know we have Don Fall. I'm excited about that. Tomorrow, we have Philip Kelly. Oh, that's, if, tomorrow, we have Philip Kelly, uh, CrossFitter, survived from COVID. Oh, we got a bunch of CrossFit stuff coming up. On the 16th, we have uh, Ricard Long. Uh, it's our affiliate show. He's the owner of an affiliate. And then on the 17th, we have Don Fall. And then on the 18th, we have the Rogue Prediction Show with Brian Friend and John Young. Then on um, Wednesday, the 19th, we have Brad Ghost coming on. He's the writer of uh, Mike Hunt. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait for that show. A best-selling author has written over 100 books. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be good. All right. Caleb, thank you. Everyone, thank you. Bailey, Heidi, Eric, Vindicate, Miss Redow, Clock Cutter, all you guys, Eric Weiss, Jeff Bako, I don't know where he went, Kyle Landis. Jeremy World, uh, Buttfucker 3000. Buttfucker 3000. Oh, shit. And it's Justin Berg's photo. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Buttfucker 3000. That is amazing. I think that's, that might be a CrossFit HQ employee. How does someone know to do that? Wow. <laughs> Uh, all right. Magnus, always fun. Uh, Sevon, why not have a motorcycle show one day? Sevon, you have several bikes. I do, but I don't, I don't know shit about them. I don't even ride, I don't even ride them. 
Motorcycles are 